You are listening to highlights from the Creative Processes interview with Isabel Sundavold. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. You know, it's interesting because before coming on board under the banner of heaven, I had very little knowledge of Mormonism, but having read the script by Academy Award winning screenwriter Dustin Lance Black, who's also the showrunner for the show, you know, I resonated deeply with Jeb Pyrie when it comes to his growing ambivalence and his crisis of faith. And that the more he learned about the gruesome, the grisly history of the founding Mormonism and also about the case that he was investigating, the more disillusioned and disenchanted he was becoming. And that resonated with me because I was raised Catholic in the Philippines. I was born and uh, grew up in the Philippines, which is the most predominantly Catholic country in Asia. In fact, 95% of Filipinos are Roman Catholic. But, you know, as I grew older and I went, actually went to Catholic uh, schools and universities from kindergarten until college. And then the more I learned about the history of the Catholic church and the atrocities and just the injustices that it's committed, especially in the name of colonial and imperialist pursuits in the Middle Ages, the more I questioned its control over me and my life and the more I became critical of it, not primarily as a system of belief or as a faith, but as an institution that's flawed and fallible. And that was my way in to Under the Banner of Heaven, where Characters like Jet Pyrie, played magnificently by Andrew Garfield, find themselves realizing whether and questioning whether their religion is getting in the way of their morality. Not especially religious, but I would like to think that I'm spiritual and that I trust in the existence and the presence of how higher power. I'm not trying to define that higher power in terms of what it is, but that I also believe in and goodness and compassion and, and hope as a way to live our lives and as a way to move forward, especially at a time and, you know, and, and a place, especially right now in America, where we're beset with all kinds of violence and, and danger and just negativity, you know, amidst all the mass shootings or in TV. I just want to say I feel incredibly privileged to have worked with Dustin Lance Black, you know, the, the showrunner of Banner and who also is an Academy Award winning screenwriter for Milk. You know, I admittedly, this is my first episodic television that I directed and I came on board, especially knowing the, the pedigree um, and the cachet of everyone involved from Lance to Anna Hulk to Andrew Garfield, Samuel Worthington. I was honestly quite intimidated and daunted at first, but all those you know, trepidations went away the day I set foot on set with Lance, who was a genuine pleasure to work with and who not only, I didn't actually think of him as a boss, but more like an artistic collaborator and a mentor and a friend. What I did with Senorita Aparicion and Lingo Franca thematically is to try to portray women who might be at, in certain ways, disempowered or marginalized in some way. And it might be odd to think of Filipino nuns as marginalized, but when it comes to films and literature that portray that regime, the martial law, 
before the 1986 Ed's Revolution, where the nuns actually led the street protests that eventually led to the ouster of Marcus in 1986, there's very little written or depicted about these nuns. And so it's about these women who are forced to confront or grapple with very important personal decisions in a milieu or a setting that is fraught socially and politically. There's a lot of tension and that their personal decisions are influenced and very much affected by the forces, the societal forces around them. That's as true in apparition as it is in Franca and that this is a trans woman who's trying to get a green card and find herself romantically involved with someone who might not be aware that she's trans in, in an environment and at a time where there's a lot of, there's a real threat of arrest and deportation for someone like Curves. So I was raised by a single mother who I love dearly. I learned early on from a young age, maybe when I was four, one of my earliest memories was when my mom took me to this movie theater in downtown Cebu. The movie itself is really not that memorable. It's a comedy starring the Filipino Charlie Chaplin. But I was so enamored and just dazzled by the massive images projected on the screen. And that started my love affair with images, you know, and, and cinema. And shortly after that, I realized that I was imagining or coming up with, you know, scenes in my mind and that I wanted to be a filmmaker. And pursuing filmmaking for me was kind of a real gamble. You know, I didn't go to film school, so I do not have a traditional film background. I went about my filmmaking from pure intuition and from learning from the masters. Like essentially my film school was just watching as many classic and foreign films that I loved and developing my own aesthetic and my sensibility mm -hmm. from there. Uh, so I think I was privileged in that there was a match between my passion and my talent and abilities as well. And that I happen to be quite talented at this thing that I love, especially making Senorita my first feature and then Lingua Franca. It's my third feature, but it's my first to be set and produced in the U.S. Um, and it's my first after my gender transition. I think my collaborators really also just responded to how passionate I was and how clear I was about my vision for the film that also translated to, I think, a, a truly wonderful and rewarding creative collaboration between among everyone involved. And I'd like to say a quite exquisite and resultant final product with the films that we made. I think what I, what I brought to Banner that I did with Lingo Franca is again, to just allow the characters to sit with their emotions. I feel like a lot of film and TV edits out these emotional scenes just to make it shorter, like when you hit a dramatic beat and then that's it. But what made it feel more visceral and more real and therefore more affecting is that you are allowing these characters to experience those emotions in real time. And you as an audience are able to sit with them as they go through that process by Slowing that down, that was what made those scenes 
really land emotionally. What for you is the importance of the arts and what would you like young people to know, preserve and remember? The importance and the, the meaning of art in the lives of especially young people is that, and in my case as well, art was a way for me to, to kind of see my own perspective and my own life filtered to a different lens. It gave me a, a map in a way, a blueprint by which to lead my life. And that's why it's very important that we portray characters, um, with real humanity and complexity and depth, but especially when you're portraying minority characters, because one, you know, that is for a lot of, let's say Americans who are, you know, like Caucasian or cisgender or natural born citizens, sometimes it's really these movies and TV shows are the only opportunity that they have to get to know someone who's not from their background or their community with that detail or with that specificity. And so I feel a responsibility, especially when, when I'm portraying minority characters, to make them feel alive, you know, and live and breathe and feel multidimensional. Because that's one way and one concrete way of creating understanding and empathy for our community. And when there's a true feeling of compassion and kinship, for someone who has a different experience and background than your own, I think that's the important role of, of cinema because cinema is a gesture of empathetic imaginations. It gives us an opportunity to see the world from another person's eyes. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these highlights. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click and subscribe. Thank you for listening.